Hello and welcome to Soul Led Living, a podcast dedicated to helping you live your soul's true path so you can create the dream life you know you are meant to live. I'm Nikki Novo, your spiritual mentor, a fiery Latina, mom of three, and an advocate for living soul-led. You're here because you're meant to be here, so let's do this. Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Soul Led Living. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. So excited to be here with you. Let me ask you something. Have you ever asked yourself this question? When will it happen for me? Like, have you ever been working towards something and you really believed in it and you were trusting the universe and you were surrendering and you were doing all the things and at some point after doing it for so long, you start to ask yourself like, is this ever going to hit? Like, will this ever happen for me? When is this going to happen for me, right? This is such a common question. As you would imagine, as an intuitive, I get this question all the time. And I've asked this question myself so many times, right? You know, there's that moment in life where you get inspiration and you feel like God is whispering in your ear or maybe you had some sort of spiritual experience or maybe it's just like a really strong desire in your belly and you're like, I know that this is meant for me. Like, I know that this is the path I'm supposed to take or I really believe that this is supposed to come into my life and you get so excited, you're inspired and you start working towards it. But then time goes by. Maybe it's a year, maybe two years, maybe 10 years, right? And you're, you're just start to doubt like whether this is ever going to happen. Um, I think it's a question of like, kind of like destiny, you know, you're like, you feel like this is part of your destiny, but you start to doubt whether it's truly in the cards for you this lifetime. Like if it's really, really going to happen. So who's asked themselves this question? Raise your hand. Okay. Yes, I know. It's a question. So I have lots of thoughts about it just based off like all the readings that I have done. And plus I was just sitting with this question and really just downloading some messages that I wanted to share with you guys. So I have a bunch of different points that I want to talk about. And I want you to really just kind of feel into your heart before we get into this conversation and let your own inner guidance speak to you, right? So maybe not everything's going to resonate with you, but there might be something that really sticks out. And to me, that that is the intuition. It could be like a a phrase that I say, and it feels almost like in bold or it feels louder. Uh, that is your inner guidance talking to you. And I, I really want you to feel the the guidance that's around you and the intuition within you during this episode. So just take a moment to feel into your heart and just be open to whatever messages or thoughts are meant to come through this episode today. Okay. All right. Beautiful. So I want to start off by telling you that I truly believe like after studying and reading so many people and studying so many souls, I truly, truly believe that like at the core, at our core, we are creators. I really do feel that that is what we've come here for, you know, that we are able to create. And what that means to me is that if there is a desire burning inside of you, or you've had, again, like some sort of spiritual feeling that, you know, this thing is supposed to happen to you, I've never met somebody or read somebody where that desire that's within them is not part of their path. Now, I have definitely worked with people that the way that they see it all coming out is off. So what, what do I mean by that? It's like a lot of us have this vision of like what is meant to come our way or, you know, what we're working towards. 
And often that vision is so strict. Like it feels like there is no wiggle room for that vision to be any different than the way, you know, we kind of get like stubborn about the way we see it all happening. And we don't even know we're doing this. Like we don't mean to be stubborn, but we're very like, oh, it's going to look like this. And what happens is that because you're looking for it to look a certain way, when you are trying to measure kind of like your success towards that thing happening, you feel like there's nothing giving you signs or nothing showing you that you're on the right path or that there is like any improvement towards that thing because you're kind of like almost like measuring the wrong, the wrong metrics. To give you an example, I think dating is a great example. When I was dating, I was doing all the manifesting things and I had an idea of like what my person was going to look like. And for whatever reason, I really thought my person was going to drive a luxury vehicle because I lived in Miami and it's like, you know, if you were a good catch, you probably drove like an Audi, a BMW, a Lexus. I don't know. I know guys, this is ridiculous, but whatever. I'm just being real here with you. But that's really like what I thought my person was going to look like. So I remember the first time Benny picked my husband, Benny picked me up for a date. I was living with roommates at the time. And my roommate was like, you know, walking me out the door to make sure like everything was okay. And I'm walking to the door and like, I'm basically like trying to like leap into this giant pickup truck of Benny's, like super loud diesel engine, like huge wheels. I was like, what the shit is this? And I really thought to myself like, and there was a lot of things about Benny that I was just like, oh, this is not my person because the exterior looked so different to me and it looked so different than what I thought the universe was going to bring me. So, and the truth is it took Benny and I many months to kind of get on the same page because I was running away from him and funny story, I hang out with Benny for a few weeks and I'm like, no, this is like not my guy. Cause there's a lot of exterior, like his good, I always say like the wrapping of Benny was very different. The, the present was awesome. The inside was awesome, but the out, the exterior was so different. So after like two weeks of hanging out with him, I was like, no, 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 this is not my person. And like, I meet this other guy and sure enough, he drove like an Audi. He lived in a high rise condo, like all the exterior stuff. And like the interior was like horrible and just so like, it just made me want to gag. And that was actually one of the things that the, one of the funny things the universe did to me was like, okay, sure. You want all those things. And when I had it, I was like, this is so gross. And it's actually one of the things that pushed me towards Benny. So I start off with that because I want you to ask yourself, why do you want this? And I'm not asking you that to try you like, oh, you know, do, you know, is this really for you or is this like your ego? I'm not asking that. I'm asking because the actual feeling and the energetics of like why you want what you want is actually what we need to keep our eye on rather than these like very specific things that we're looking for. So for example, let's say I want a really successful business, you know, like let's say I really want, um, this company that does well and it's, I don't know, global or whatever, whatever. Why do you want that? Right? So maybe it's like, well, I want to feel abundant. I want to feel alive with, you know, with the work that I do. I want to feel like I'm, you know, giving something back to the world. Right? So those are the things I really want you to focus on. Maybe it's like, I want to, you know, be a creative expression of myself. Like that's the stuff I really want you to list out. Because if I was, you know, let's say talking about finding love, I think going back many years, but I think, you know, I was looking for a good person, um, like a, a, you know, a a man who was going to like support me and take care of me, that kind of stuff. That is very different than a guy who drives a luxury car, right? So we really have to release the exterior 
And when we do that, actually, we are going to feel more supported by the universe. And not only that, but we're going to enjoy the journey because if we're only like kind of focusing on the exterior and like kind of the, the finished product, the journey towards that is really exhausting and it causes a lot of doubt to that place that we're going to. So really let that feeling of what you really, you know, what you're feeling that you want to bring into your life, let that be the guide. And I, this is so hard guys, but you know, can you allow God or the universe to deliver your package in the way that it wants to, or in the way that it knows is best for you rather than the way you want it to look. So, and I know that that's scary sometimes because, you know, you don't want to like, um, you know, release your standards or you don't want to like, uh, accept less than what you really want. I I get that, but this is more, I, I want you to think about that story with Benny, right? Like this is more about the inside is really good. It hits this job, this, you know, this money or this business or this love hits all the things that I'm looking for on the interior. And I also have to remember that God has a higher perspective than me, right? Whether it's God, universe, your, um, your higher self, like it can see from a higher perspective, like we're on the ground. So often it's kind of like when you're a kid, right? Like your parents are telling you, no, you like cannot have a cookie for every meal and you don't get it. You're like, that doesn't make any sense. And it's like, because your, your parents are bigger and they understand you know, they've lived a little bit more and they might not be perfect, but they might understand that like cookie and sugar, every meal is not good because it, you know, all these things can happen to the body. So they just have more information, right? And that really is how the universe, and that's how we want to look at the universe and God, that it has more information than we do about this thing. So we do have to release a little bit of the actual, you know, full picture of what we want. And we want to lean into what it is that, you know, why we want the thing that we want. I also want you to remember that like you are a creator and that whatever desire you have within you is, is valid and it's going to come to fruition for sure. It's just, it might not look the way you expect it to, to look. And that might take a little work, you know, it might take a little bit of work to, um, to be like, Oh man, you know, like, uh, you know, as a kid, I thought I was going to get married at 24 and like, it doesn't look that way. And, you know, there might need to be some healing around that. Right. Like it's like that kind of innocent part of us thought like it was all going to work out a certain way. Uh, I'm sure all of you have experienced that, right? Like you, you're so excited about a job and you get into the job and you're like, Oh gosh, like this is not, that was my experience when I, I worked a small, I had a small run in nonprofit. Cause I, I thought I would like, you know, it's like, Oh, nonprofit, I can help the world. And like quickly, one month into working at a nonprofit, I was like, oh, wow, no, this is like not what I thought it was. And, you know, the innocent part of me thought that the nonprofits were legit and that, and I'm sure there are some that are legit, but not the one that I was working at and that they were really helping. And once I got into it, you know, my innocence was lost, right? So sometimes we might have to go through a little bit of releasing that like very strong vision, but you're not losing that vision at all, or you're not losing the thing that you want. You're just getting deeper into like why you want what you want. And that's going to make you a more potent creator and not, not only a creator, but 
this question to me is really about like feeling almost like abandoned, you know, by the universe and by God. And when you release that, you actually feel more in conversation with the world. Like, I think we close our minds and we're just like, oh, this is the way that it has to look. And actually we close off all the conversations, all the messages that the world, that our life is trying to send us because we're looking for something else. You know, if I was just like looking for, you know, Audis or whatever, I would have never, the truck would have, you know, never stood out to me. This is going to make you feel less lonely in this process and know that you're not alone in this process. It's just that you might've been looking for something a little bit different. So let's get back into the why. Quick recap, let the feeling be your guide. And can you be open to receiving this in a little bit of a different way? Like, could you be open to receiving it in your, in the way that God wants to give it to you? Whatever, like that, you know, be open to knowing that there may be something a little bit better than what we're trying to call in and that it might look a little different. Next, I want to talk about like how to feel during the journey, right? So this is a tricky one, but is there a way for you to not feel like you need this thing? And instead that you're excited about this thing coming into your life, right? So I don't, I don't need, I don't know, the house or the car, but I'm excited for it to come in. It does not take away the fact that you want this. It's just that needing energy really brings us into a place of lack. And it just brings our mind into this place of like, I don't have this. And it just amplifies what we don't have rather when you're excited about it coming what you're saying is that this already exists, like me having this thing already exists and I am just excited for when it's going to come. And that releases like just again, you know, that needy energy that none of us like about anything. And we sometimes are being needy on the universe. And that is also what creates the very frustrating journey for us. So can we release like the need, like I don't need this, but I'm excited for this to come into my life. Another message that was coming through was, can we trust that we are good enough right now, even without this thing? So that feeling of needing often comes from feeling like I am not comfortable with who I am right now. Like I do not, I cannot love myself. I, I cannot feel good, comfortable, safe with who I am in this moment because I don't have that thing. Whether it's relationship, home, money, you know, whatever it is that we're trying to call forward, there is a little bit of like, you know, not feeling good enough or comfortable with when you don't have a successful company or when like you don't have that, you know, that thing that you want. So, and this is like hard because, you know, this was hard for me to reckon with because I am just a person that like constantly wants to create and bring more into our lives. And even just as an entrepreneur, you're kind of always like dissatisfied, you know, because you're always working towards the same, towards a thing. But I think there's a place for us to kind of be dissatisfied and, and be excited about what we're bringing in and excited about what we're going to create and, and really feel like, you know, we can do this thing better. Like this life that I have right now, I could actually do it a little bit better. I think you can hold that, but also hold knowing that you are enough right here without that thing. And that is really a type of love that we can give ourselves during the journey. Like, yes, I know life is going to be better when you have that thing, but you're beautiful, you're perfect, you're good enough, right, right here. You don't need that thing to prove that you are worthy or that you are great or that you're whole or you're amazing. You don't need that. I mean, I felt that so much 
when I was single. I felt that uh, so much when my business was like, you know, at its beginning stages or whatever. So, uh, but it, it, it's really not, it's really not true. It's hard to be a work in progress. And I think the reason sometimes we want that thing that we're working towards is because like, you don't want to be a work in progress anymore. You don't want to be a construction site. Like you want it to be fully done. I get that. But even, you know, I was just at my brother, my brother's home recently and they, they did this beautiful remodel. Like the house is so beautiful, but guess what? Like they were in construction for like over a year, you know, like without that construction period, there would no, there would not be a beautiful home, but are they not good enough because they're like living in boxes and they were living in another like condo at the time. And, um, just, you know, like, no, that doesn't mean it just means that they are working towards something. Right. And, they are still as valuable when they're in construction as when the home is actually done, right? So you are so valuable right here where you are. Like you have so much value. There's, that's kind of like saying like a, like my six-year-old has no value because he's like not a full formed adult yet. Like absolutely not. He has so much value. Like he is curious and he's funny and his mind works a different way. Like there's so much value, maybe even more value than me, you know, as a full form adult. So you are so valuable where you are. And that is going to help a lot because that's like you, you're going to have to mother yourself through the journey. I think a lot of times we ask this question, when will it happen for me? Because we're very low on that self mothering voice. And it's just like going, like it's just too low in order to get us through that journey. So bring in that love and, and remind yourself this, and that's going to clear the path too, because sometimes when we don't feel good enough, we make the wrong decisions on the path that might take us much longer to get to the thing that we're going to, right? So you're, let's say you're remodeling a home, like I said, and that you're in the construction phase and you're just like, you just want to get into the home and you make this like decision of like, you know what, forget it. Like don't tile that or we'll just, you know, we'll, and then you're in the house and you're like, shoot, I should have tiled that thing. Like that was a bad move. And now I have to pay for this and pay for that. Um, and you know, it's just, it's a, it's a bit of a mess rather than being like, okay, no, like I'm good enough here. And like, let's do this right. And take patience and all is well. And you'll actually make better decisions along that path to bring you towards the thing that you're calling in. Next message I got was really funny. Worry is just not a good look, guys. <laughs> you know, I think we spend so much of the journey worried and worried, you know, worry feels like it's like a real thing. Like it really feels like it's doing something. I, I, I think the brain loves to worry because it keeps it busy and it it tricks us into thinking that we are being proactive, like we are actually doing something when you worry, you know, you think you're getting something done when you worry. And I, I think we bring in worry sometimes when we are overwhelmed or we don't know how to take the steps. Or also there are moments in the path where we have to rest, like we have to take time off, like we have to separate from the thing that we are creating and we don't know what to do with that blank space or we're, or we feel, you know, we just feel bad about that space sometimes. And we feel like, oh my gosh, like if I'm not doing something in all, you know, every day for this thing that I'm trying to bring in, then it's not going to happen for me. So we fill that space with worry because there are often a lot of times that we can't work towards the thing that we want. But when you're being pulled away from the thing that you want, right? If you're being pulled away from that journey, so let's say, you know, I'm working towards my business and 
I have to spend the whole weekend going to my daughter's cheerleading competition. I'm being pulled away from my work. Like no, no work is really getting done at those cheerleading competitions if you've ever been to one. That does not mean that this is not going to happen for me. And in that space, it is best for me to be present because I might have like the funniest conversation that really inspires the next book I'm going to write in that, in that weekend. And that when we're pulled away from our journey, from the doing part of the path, don't worry about that. Don't think that that pulling away is any less than you grinding and working really hard towards that thing. On the contrary, that pulling away is all part of the process because it's a lot of the times like that space is where we get clarity on what is next. But often when we get that space, because we don't really want it, like I don't want to go to the cheerleading competition and not record a podcast episode or whatever, we can't be present in that moment and we like lose the opportunity to be present and to see like where life is really trying to take us and that is where we get a little messy in the road so we spend that cheerleading competition thinking and worrying and you know not being present so it's just not a good vibration to exist in when you think about creating worry is just a lower vibration it's really not doing much and it's okay of course to rethink things to be like oh I don't I don't love how that's working out or I'm a little concerned about that. Like that's totally normal, but let it be for a quick reason, take some action on fixing it and moving forward, but not getting into the habit of every time I'm not able to physically do things that I'm going to sit and worry because it is worry is really um, like a cul-de-sac that you can't get out of, you know, it, you're, you're, you think you're walking because you're walking in the cul-de-sac or it's like a treadmill, but you're not moving ahead. You're not moving forward when you're worrying. And with this question, when will it happen for me? It usually comes with a lot of worry. So we want to do our best to release that today. Lastly, guys, I was really getting this message of putting your head down and working, like putting your head down on the path. And I don't mean working because I don't want to say like there's a grind towards this, but you know, when you're like running and or walking really, and you, if you look like too far, this happens to me all the time. Like if I look too ahead when I'm running, I, I'll almost like trip a little bit because I am losing track. I almost like don't feel my body anymore. Like I'm not in my body. I don't see my feet and I get a little nervous. Like I actually have to run with my head down or like if I'm walking fast I'm, or hiking, I'm like usually my head are, is looking at my feet. And that really is like I'm present, I'm here. And yeah, I can put my head up every once in a while to look, of course, of like what's ahead and all that. But I feel most comfortable when my head is down. And this is, this is the truth for when we f- can feel what's coming into the future. And just as an intuitive and, you know, a teacher of like psychic predictions and all that kind of stuff, that's usually what messes us up, right? We, we see the future, like we have the future down and we're like, oh yes, I see this thing coming. I'm so excited about this thing coming. And we just never come to the present. We exist in the future and every day we wake up and that future is not there. We're disappointed. So you have to you know, like the, the next step really is like, yes, you get the download of the future, amazing, exciting, but then you come into the present, right? You look, you put your head down and you do whatever the current path is asking you to do. So like, I may see that I'm going to go up a mountain or whatever. And sometimes that's so overwhelming that we like, don't, we just keep looking up at the mountain, 
But if I just take one step at a time and I put my foot down, maybe like I'm looking at like, oh, okay, the path is telling me to go to right a little bit. Oh, I got to leap over this rock now. Like it's, it's one step at a time that ultimately is going to get me to the top of the mountain. And yes, I'm going to often take breaks on that path and like look at the top again and, you know, reassess my strategy and all that kind of stuff. But we really have like where the magic really comes from is coming back into the present and doing like what the path is asking of us. And I get it. Like, I know that sometimes like we don't want to look down and do what the the path is asking because there's a part of us that's like, well, I don't know if I want to do this work if this thing is not going to happen for me. It's almost like, you know, we often want to guarantee from God, like, yes, this is absolutely going to happen for you. And that's why like this work is worth it. And that's just like not fair. You know, we can't, we can't like put these, um, I don't think it's limitations. What's the word? It's like, yeah, we can't just like tell the universe like, oh, I'm not going to do these things unless you actually give me a guarantee. You don't have to do the things like you definitely have choice, right? You can be like, okay, I'm not going to do anything towards this path because I don't really believe it's going to happen anyways. So that's okay. That's totally a choice. Like you can just chill or You can also take the path without a full guarantee and ask yourself, like, am I willing to do this because I enjoy the journey enough? Oftentimes, like, we do not enjoy the journey enough to where we're going. And the journey is more important, right, than the destination. So if the journey is, like, something that, like, we do not enjoy, then it's probably not worth it for where you're going, right? So, for example, medical school, right? I have a ton of doctors in my family. And that path for them to actually become a doctor is like such a grind, right? They do medical school and they do this residency and it's like these hours and coffee. (laughs) Like I'm like the amount of coffee they give people in the medical field is so fascinating to me. It's like, let's make the people that are healing people like really unhealthy. Okay. Anyway, side note, my younger brother was on that track and I think he just looked at the road ahead of him and he was like, not worth it. And he went to something that like is really true for him. He's a software engineer now and it's a better, much better fit. And even, and listen, everything's hard, right? Like becoming a software engineer, the work that he does is hard, but that path, that journey felt more worth it to him than the other one. So I think that is something to think about. And also it might also be that the journey that there's a more creative way to walk the journey. So like, for example, maybe I have the feeling of like, oh, I want to be a doctor or something, but maybe I look ahead and I'm like, oh no, like, I don't think that journey is worth it. Maybe you're meant to be a a physician assistant, or maybe you can be a health coach. Like maybe like, again, going back to that, why will tell you really like what journey is your journey to take. And it's not that you're lazy or that like, you don't want to work hard or whatever, just there's a journey that is going, everything is hard, remember, but there's going to be a journey that feels more accurate to you. And it feels like, yeah, of course it's going to be a little, it's going to be heavy lifting, but I like this heavy lifting. So if you feel like you're having a hard time putting your head down towards this path, you might need to get creative about the path itself, right? Um, I, I see a lot of people, I think there's a, a lot of times like, why some of us get like depressed or sad. I mean, not to diagnose or or take away the diagnosis of being of depression, but like, I often see that like we are sad because we look at the path ahead and we're like, this shit sucks, you know? And that is really the soul saying like, let's get creative about this path. Like we can still get to that why, but 
there's so many roads to that. Why? And this may just not be the road for us. And the road that is for you is going to be the one that when you put your head down and you take one step at a time, catches your attention enough. Like you're able to focus on it enough because it's like really for you. I just went off on a tangent, but hope that was helpful. And I just want to end the episode guys with, if you were asking me that question, like when is it going to happen for me? My answer would be like, (laughs) it's so annoying, but my answer is like, you know that you're close and And it seems like you're kind of breaking down the journey a little bit. Like there might be three phases in the journey, but you know that you're close to like the next phase and that that's going to be enough. And, you know, there might be, you know, more phases after that. But to like, when you ask that question, when, because when is like on February of 2025, like XYZ is going to happen to you. Your guys are really trying to tell you that break down the journey like make a little few milestones so that you have a better like metric to measure. So let's say I'm dating. Of course, the final final is like I meet my person. But maybe like the first, you know, like maybe the first milestone is like I got to a place where like dates are coming my way and I'm happy about that. You know, my second might be I'm seeing one person regularly. And that feels good. And the third might be, I think I really like this person. I can see a future, right? So if you're kind of measuring it by when am I going to meet my person, that is going to feel very, very overwhelming. And those little milestones, like breaking up the path and focusing on that and finding the right metrics to measure that. A very simple way is like, let's say I want 100,000 followers on Instagram to say like, I want a hundred thousand dollars when I have, you know, 20 something is very overwhelming. So maybe I'm just going to say like 30,000 and I'm going to follow certain metrics that help me feel like I'm moving towards 30,000. And once I hit 30, I'll, you know, break up that path again. I'll yes. In my vision, ultimately it's, you know, a hundred thousand followers or whatever, but I'm breaking that down so I'm not feeling discouraged because yeah, I'm going to feel discouraged if I wake up every day, I'm only at 20,000 followers when I want to have a hundred thousand. So all of us have those metrics in our own path. And I want to wrap this up by asking you to, sorry, not metrics, milestones, like to create the next milestone for you and committing to that milestone and then putting your head down on this journey and lifting it up you know, when you get to that milestone and reassessing for the next milestone. All right. I love you guys so much. I hope that was helpful. I think there was a lot there um, for all of us, right? I feel like I want to listen back because I'm sure there was something for me there as well. And I'm sending you so much love on your journey. You're, I, I know that we are all here, like we are creating the new earth all together. And that's why your desire is so important. It's meant to happen because it supports all of us. And you are going to be an inspiration when you hit that and we're changing. And that's because even the paths don't exist anymore. There's like the blueprints don't exist and we're doing it so differently. So it feels hard, but I'm doing it too. Like I know you guys are doing it. That's why I love you. And I like, that's why you are my people and we are each other's people. So just keep going. Like (laughs) just a little, may I be the person that's like handing you a bottle of water on that on that hike and give you a hug and I can't wait for you to get there. I love you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would share me uh, with your friends. If you think that like what I'm offering is helpful, a review or a share like means the world to me. I really appreciate that. Love you so much and I'll see you at next episode. <laughs>
That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. If you have a sec, I would so appreciate it if you would leave me a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews are so helpful. And if you're ready to start living your soul-led life, pick up my latest book, Soul-Led Living, available on Amazon. Until next time, love you much.